Buongiorno a tutti e buona domenica. Questo è un giorno quando più o meno comincia il tempo ordinario nel calendario della Chiesa Cattolica. In questo periodo voglio tu conosci, conoscere di più Gesù, ma non solo per conoscere di più Gesù, ma per seguirlo di più, per amarlo di più per abbandonarsi di più. Perché più di ogni altra cosa voglio... Anybody confused? It's fun to watch your faces. It's like, is he really going to do this? Or is he going to stop? The reason I'm doing that is because, quite honestly, your faces today are not too much different than most Sundays that I'm speaking. I think it's an all-too-common experience we have at Mass where they're like, he's speaking another language. The Mass is kind of like this other language. Like we're here, but we're not here. So here's a question for you today. Why did you come? Why did you come here today? I don't know what your answer is, but mine for a long time was simply this. Because I'm Catholic. It's what we do. We go to Mass. I remember when I was in Rome, I was talking to a guy, and we were going back and forth and just talking about the faith, and he, did, he seemed like, he, you know, like a good practicing Catholic, and I was like, I'm like, are you Catholic? He's like, Father, yeah, of course, I'm Italian, Catholic. I'm like, well, what parish do you go to here in Rome? He's like, well, I'm not a fanatic. I'm just Catholic. So like the fanatics are the ones that are going to Mass. And I'm not even sure most people even know why they're going to Mass. The reason this is on my mind is for two reasons. Because I don't think a lot of people when they come to Sunday Mass have any idea why they're here or what has been done for them. And the two things that are on my mind, one, one came to me as I was praying, seen it many years ago. And the other one I just saw over Christmas break. The first one is a, a short film, and it's in Czech. It was made in the Czech Republic. And the name of that film is Most. M-O-S-T. You can look it up on YouTube. I highly I encourage you to watch it. It has also been retitled when it was re-released as The Bridge. So Czech short film, The Bridge. Why bring that up? Because this whole short film is about this man. He's a train operator, or a, a drawbridge operator for a train. <clears throat> and this man, he goes to work every day, and he comes back, and all he does is look, raise and lower the bridge. His boats come through, he raises it. Trains come through, he lowers it. And one day, his little son, who's about seven or eight years old, he's like, Daddy, can I come to work with you? I want to see what you do. And he's like, sure. So they're walking down the train tracks, you know, skipping stones and drinking hot cocoa. And they get to his where he works and it's this post and it's kind of high up so he can see the boats when they're coming down the river and when he can see the train. And he's working and his son is like, Daddy, I'm going to go fish down by the river. And he's like, fine, just stay right there so I can see you. And so the little boy goes down, he's fishing, he's throwing rocks. And the dad's having a great time smiling at his son. All of a sudden, the phone rings and he picks it up. And the guy says, hey, there's a boat coming, you need to raise the bridge. And so he raises the bridge and he's kind of watching it. And as the bridge is going up, it's very loud. The boat's loud. And all of a sudden, the little boy sees an unscheduled train is coming. 
and the drawbridge is up. And so he's like, Daddy, Daddy. He's just screaming, screaming to his dad. His dad can't hear him. And so the little boy's freaking out because he sees this train with all these passengers on it. So he runs over to the gearbox, this huge area where these massive gears are that turn in order to raise the bridge. And he reached down. He reaches down because he sees this lever. And he thinks that's the lever to, to draw the bridge. And he's trying to reach it and trying to reach it. And his dad all of a sudden sees the train. He's like, oh, my goodness. And he goes and he's going to lower the bridge. And he looks and he sees his son. And right as he sees his son, his son falls into the gears. And he's stuck. And the train's coming. And in that moment, he has to make a decision. Does he pull the lever and crush his son in the gears? Or does he let the train crash into the river? And in that moment, the man is screaming, he's crying, he doesn't know what to do, and he pulls the lever and he just runs and you can see the boy get taken up into the gears and when he gets down there he's standing with his dead son and he's just bawling like I mean, you can imagine dad's like what that would I mean just losing it and the train is going by and in the train there's people gambling getting drunk doing drugs, being promiscuous, having fun. Nobody looks out. Nobody realizes what he's done for them. And he just stands there. And just in tears as the train goes by and is gone. And then he holds his dead son in his arms. And I got to think, you guys, that that is one of the best images right now of God the Father before our world. He's holding his dead son, and we're just moving. Because we're too busy. We got too much going on. And not only do we not even notice what he's done, most people don't even care. As he stands there holding his dead son, just saying, look at what I've done for you. That was the first image. The second image that came to me was over the Christmas break, I got a chance because of the snow days and everything, I got a chance to watch a movie. That one of my top movies, top five, easy. The name of that movie is Hacksaw Ridge. And in that movie, I don't know if you know about it, it's a true story. It's about a man, his name is Private Desmond Doss. And he, he enlisted in World War II because he wants to go over and serve his country, but he won't pick up a gun. And he won't do it because, not necessarily just of religious convictions, what happened is, is when he was a young man, probably like 16 or 17, his dad was a drunk and used to beat his mom regularly. And one time his dad grabbed a pistol and is like holding it to his mom. And Desmond comes out in a rage to protect his mother, throws his dad off, grabs the pistol and holds it to his face. And he's just shaking. And at that moment he just drops the gun. And he's like, he vows to never touch a gun again because he almost killed his dad. So he enlists and everybody's like, they love Desmond, he's great. Until they get to the rifle training. And he won't pick up a gun. And they start to call him a coward. But he is no coward. And they make fun of him. And they try to do everything they can to get him out of the army. They even put him in prison so he can't get to his wedding day. 
And towards the end, when he just won't quit, his entire platoon gets up in the middle of the night and beats him within an inch of his life. And the next morning, they're all staying at attention as the drill sergeant comes into the barracks. And Desmond's walking out of the shower, bloody, cut, bruised. And the drill sergeant looks over at his bed, and his bed is all covered in blood. And he looks at him, and he says, Private Dust, who beat you up? And Desmond looks around, and he's like, well, sir, I, I don't know. He's like, well, a man doesn't just wake up looking like you. And he's like, well, sir, I, I sleep pretty hard. And he wouldn't turn him in. And then they go over to Okinawa and they go up Hacksaw Ridge, up the cliff, and they're, they're fighting. And he's a medic and he's trying to serve people and help people. Because in the midst of them making fun of him, they're like, pick up a gun, you coward. And he's like, look, where everybody's killing life, I thought maybe I could just save some. And as everybody retreats, because they get annihilated at Hacksaw Ridge, they're all retreating, climbing down the ridge, and Desmond stays up top. Everybody's gone, and he's by himself up top. And he says, God, what do you want me to do? I can't hear you. And way in the distance, you hear, Medic. And he's like, all right, Lord. All right. And he goes out into the midst of warfare, no gun, fearless, grabs the guy, brings him back, lowers him down. And he prays this prayer every time, Lord, give me strength to get just one more. And he goes back out. And he comes back and he lowers these men down, no legs, bullets in their chest. He lowers them down with this rope, shredding his hands. And throughout the night... The men are down below retreating and bodies just keep coming down. And they're like, sir, we don't know who's up there, but they keep lowering our wounded. He even had, this is the best part, this, he, even, he even lowered a couple of Japs down to us. Because Desmond didn't care. And at one point he finally lowers himself down. After saving 75 men. And when he gets down to the bottom, his commanding officer comes up to him, embarrassed and almost in tears. And he said, Desmond, when you came to us, I just saw a skinny boy. I didn't know who you really were. And I think that is, those words can be our words to Jesus. A lot of us, maybe. I don't know who you are. And I sure don't know what you've done for me. Because imagine if you were one of those soldiers laying, dying, and the Japanese are coming to kill you, and all of a sudden, this guy just shows up. No gun. He says, I'm going to take care of you. Let's go. Imagine the joy in those men's hearts. And that should be the same joy in our hearts every day we come to this Mass. But sadly, I just don't think a lot of people know what he's done. And that's okay. You know what? That was me for a lot of years. Maybe that's you. But here's the deal. Lent is coming up. We're only about a month away. And the parish council, myself, some other parishioners, we put together quite a Lent for all of you. A chance to get to encounter him, to know him. And so I'm just going to read off what we have. We're going to print out these little cards. We're going to send them to you so you can put them on your fridge. No excuses. I'm asking you at least to make one, if not all of them. First of all, 
in the middle of March, March 21st, 22nd, 23rd, we're going to have a parish mission. A buddy of mine, Father Jay Mello, is coming out from Fall River, Massachusetts. Great speaker. On Tuesday night of that mission, I have Father Brian Gross and all of his team coming in to do a prayer encounter with all of you. To bring you one-on-one with somebody that wants to pray with you. To lead you to the encounter. To help you have healing. I dare you to come to that. We have one of our Knights of Columbus is leading a small group for men called Into the Breach. That will meet every Monday of Lent at 6.45 a.m. And if you can't make that, he's offering it again at 7 p.m. in the evening. Twice in one day. No excuses, men. A women's Bible study will be starting this February 8th, Wednesday, at 7 p.m. Unlocking the mystery of the Bible. Right out in the entrance of the church. Every Wednesday. From February 8th until the end of Lent. And finally, myself, I'm going to be doing a five-week class starting Saturday, March 4th. At 8 a.m. with Mass, I'll feed you, because I know you losers need food in order to come to something. And then we're going to have class. That's open to the whole parish. Anybody can come. I'm entitling it, Encountering the Person of Jesus of Nazareth. After Mass, I have a good buddy of mine, Jonathan Marol, is going to talk to you about Chris Seal. Another opportunity. Great weekend retreat that all of you should experience. The Encounter with Christ. February 1st, Justin Fatigue is coming to St. Mary's High School. Another encounter. We're providing them. You gotta go. Because at the end of your life, you're gonna get before the Lord and He's gonna say, Do you know me? And if you say no, He's gonna say, Why not? Because man, did I give you opportunities to encounter me. And when we encounter Him, we become people like that man who sacrificed his son. Who laid down his life so that others could live. Like Desmond Doss who runs out into a nightmare. With the only thing on his heart is I want to heal and save. Because we're Christians. So do something. Pick one of them. Pick all of them. I don't care. So that you can truly come to know who John the Baptist labels for us today. The Lamb of God. Who takes away the sins of the world. Jesus, the Son of the living God.